Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Bob Gabby and Luke Johnson, a special edition of the Eagle Hour, as we're broadcasting live from MGM Park in beautiful Biloxi, Mississippi, site of the Conference USA Baseball Tournament. This special broadcast brought to us by our friends at First Bank in Hattiesburg and Macomb. I want to thank the good folks at First Bank. Going to be here an hour today, two hours tomorrow. The first game still incredibly being played. It's tied up uh, in the 10th inning between Marshall and Louisiana Tech. Luke, great atmosphere, big, big crowd for opening day of the conference tournament. Yeah, we got here the uh, early game at 9 a.m. was Marshall and Louisiana Tech. And just uh, later in that game, it's, it's now an extra innings. You started seeing some black and gold come in. Southern Miss was scheduled to play at 1230, but... Uh, obviously, that one's been pushed back probably at least another hour now. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of gold and, and black around here. Marshall and Louisiana Tech. Marshall was up 4-3 to three in the uh, bottom of the ninth. La Tech came to bat, loaded the bases, got a run walked in, and then unable to uh, to win it. So they're in the bottom of the tenth right now. And uh, Marshall's the visiting team. Louisiana Tech's the home team. While this game is important, if Southern Miss uh, wins today, they play the winner of this game. If they lose today, they play the loser of uh, of this game. Southern Miss set to take on Rice. And you think about it, Bob, Rice is a seven seed. And to make even more matters worse, that it's Rice, you're facing Matt Cantorino, the yesterday Conference USA Pitcher of the Year. Right. Uh, never a break for Southern Miss. I told you earlier they could play in a tournament in China, and they probably play Rice at the opening <laughs> game, right? It is. Eagles going to counter today with Walker Powell, and when you look at this matchup, Matt Cantorino has the third-best ERA in Conference USA. Uh, Walker Powell has the best ERA in Conference USA. You look at these two guys, Walker 6-2 and two with a 2.58 ERA, Cantorino 6-5 uh, six with a 2.9. Should be noted, though, uh, we were kind of surprised when we saw Cantorino's name. A lot of people thought they were going to throw Kravitz. He was a lefty that struck out 10 Golden Eagles uh, back uh, two weeks ago. The Eagles actually beat Cantorino on May the 10th. That was a game where the Eagles beat Rice in game one of that series, 6-3. to three. Cantorino gave up four runs in five innings. Matt Walner hit a home run in that game. Should, should be noted, uh, we were talking to uh, some of the guys up in the press box, and one guy told me, he said, if, uh, if Walner hits a home run, we, we probably will win today. And Jack Duggan cranking out the stats. In, a, in games where Matt Walner hits home runs, the Eagles are 40-9. and nine. So, be nice for him to crank a, a few today at MGM. All right. Well, uh, we're here at MGM Park, and, of course, sponsored by First Bank. want to thank them again for that. Also, want to remind our good friends at Dickie's Barbecue Pit how much we appreciate them. Dickie's uh, great meat, smoked off, uh, fall off the bone ribs, smoked brisket, all sorts of great meat. They cook it in-house every day, and they'll cater your event, large or small. So uh, be sure the next time you have something special, 
we want you to go see our friends at Dickie's Barbecue Pit. We're scheduled to talk to Tim Bennett from Overtime Sports, but he has like 5,000 things going on <laughs> at once, so I'm not 100% sure uh, he'll be on the show. Got a representative from First Bank coming, and I'm going to look forward to the third segment, Luke. We're going to talk to some fans, some people that I know are here each and every time the Golden Eagles play and, of course, are here for the Conference Baseball Tournament Championship. And uh, we thought it might be a cool thing to get some of the fans on and see what they think about the season. All right, so uh, it's time, postseason, second season, however you want to describe it. Golden Eagles have to play with more consistency, got to reduce errors, got to get some good starting pitching, and just got to clean their game up some. The hitter's got to hit. Uh, that, that's the real the, the thing about it. Uh, if Danny Lynch is one of those guys at the bottom of the order, if he gets hot, will help greatly. But, you know, if you're Hunter Slater, Gabe Montenegro, Matt Guidry, uh, Bryant Bowen, Matt Warner, you got to carry this team. I mean, that's, that's what you're there for in the top half of the lineup, and uh, you, you got to be able to do that. Just to look at the uh, overall bracket, this is game one, La Tech the three seed, taking on Marshall the six seed. Southern Miss, the two seed, taking on Rice, uh, the seven seed, immediately following. Later on today, UTSA, the eight seed, taking on number one, Florida Atlantic. And then the nightcap will be number five, Old Dominion, against number four, Western Kentucky. So you were joking with me a little earlier. We were sitting over there watching La Tech and, and, uh, and Marshall, and you said, wow, to get to the uh, best spot in the winner's bracket, all you have to do is beat Rice, and all you have to do is beat Louisiana yeah, Tech. Yeah. For Southern Miss, it just couldn't be too hard to draw. Now, Louisiana Tech's not, you know, that, that matchup hasn't happened yet, of course, but that'd be a pretty tough. The only, the only, thing, worse, the only thing worse is if a couple of the umpires were graduates of UAB. Like, that would be the, the, yeah. the ultimate yeah. mountain to climb. Or they were Los Angeles Rams type of fire. So I, I wasn't going to bring that back up. I wasn't going to bring that back up. I'm surprised how many people are here on a Wednesday at the uh, at 12 o'clock, it's quite an impressive crowd here. I was looking at social media. I was looking uh, online at some, some online forums. And uh, there was a lot of people, you know, want to take off work, come watch. Uh, you know, it, it's disappointing into the season you lose three series in a row. But you still have uh, you, you still have an excellent second-best pitcher in Conference USA, Walker Powell, best power hitter in Conference USA, uh, best power hitter in Southern Miss history with Matt Walner. And it's a team. Uh it's just, you know, it's been up and down. And this is a team today that I really feel like we don't know what we're going to get out of them, but they can come out and dominate today. I mean, they're capable of it. It just seems like some of that magic's been bottled in more times than not to shoot. Well, here's the thing, just like you are saying, it's, it's so unpredictable. And I heard guys up in the press box talking about that earlier. You really don't know what to expect yeah, this year. Sure Last year you knew, the years previous to that, you knew that Southern Miss was pretty much going out and hit anybody they played. They had some pitching depth, and they always played really sterling defensive baseball. But those kind of things seem to have come and gone all year long, and that's what makes it so hard to forecast how the team's going to play the next time they come. Well, the majority of your ground balls are hit at two freshmen. That's what it is, shortstop and the left side of your infield uh, freshmen. Gidry, you know, his weakness has has been his glove. He's been better this year. Um, Slater uh, has made a good transition the last couple of years over at first base. But it's just been, you, you saw in the last half of the season, you, you see how much the bullpen carried the team the first part of the season because the bullpen's you know, just really tired in a lot of ways. Uh, and, and so Walker Powell's done a great job. What the Eagles have going into this tournament, Bob, uh, we talked to Oz uh, on Monday, they have a third starter. So Gabe Shepard, 
Uh, we'll, I think Oz actually told us that uh, on, on air Monday. Gabe Shepard, the freshman from, from uh, Mobile, he'll start game three. And so where you look at the Eagles didn't have three starters all year, it's crazy. When you get to the postseason time, you got three starters. So Powers is going to have to give them six or seven innings in game, uh, in game two, and then you just see what, what Shepard can do. If Powell goes seven or eight games or innings today and, and gets a victory, Eagles are in best shape possible. Well, I'll tell you what's already happened is the tournament's already behind. Uh, we're now going, let's see, it is, uh, oh, I can't see the scoreboard. It's one fifteen. so we're looking at a baseball game that's been going on for four hours and 15 minutes, and uh, right now they're tied up in extra innings. So uh, one thing for certain, baseball tournaments are never on time. So that nighttime game could start around 10 o'clock tonight. But the good thing is we don't think there's going to be any honorary Corky Palmer weather delays. No. Uh, uh, looks like that the weather's pretty good. Louisiana Tech right now has runners on first and second. Uh, in the bottom of the tent, there's one out. Marshall looks like they're bringing in uh, their infield a little bit to maybe play a bunt. But the winner of this game will play the winner of Southern Miss Rice. And again, Rice in a very uncharacteristic seven seed. Golden Eagles, um, really, in a lot of ways, an uncharacteristic uh, two seed. But, you know, you, you got to do it. And uh, I, I told you a little earlier, Bob, if the Golden, the Golden Eagles are in a place where they got to get to the final to have a chance at an at large, they got to win it all to have a guarantee. If they go through this as the bracket is, the difficulty of, of how their road is, they will deserve to play in the NCAA. Well, one thing we know, too, already, and we learned this last year from Corky Palmer, in the event of lightning out over the Gulf, he sat in aluminum lawn chairs on the beach and watched the lightning, so that's no excuse not to play baseball. Right? That's right. That's right. That's why we, you know, if he keeps doing that, it will be the Corky Palmer Memorial weather delay. But right now, it's, it's still... Uh, I don't know. Memories. I see clouds out over the Gulf. You never know what might happen. Makes me just a little nervous. There could be a lightning strike out on Cat Island, and that could really put us in a it, in a serious delay, right? It really could. Maybe LaTeX will win this one, <laughs> so that we can get this one started. Maybe around two o'clock. Uh, well, we're hard at work here at the uh, Conference USA Baseball Tournament, MGM Park, and we'll be right back with more of the Eagle Hour after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to MGM Park, side of the 2019 Conference USA Baseball Tournament. Eagle Hour down here today, and for two hours tomorrow, thanks to our friends at First Bank, 
And uh, we want to thank First Bank for all they do for the show and for uh, sponsoring our appearance here at the Conference USA Baseball Tournament. Speaking of First Bank, Andrew Johnson is a vice president with that fine institution, and he's with us now. And First of all, Andrew, thanks so much for you guys. Uh, you may not know this, but when the Eagle Hour was created two, two and a half years ago, First Bank was the first sponsor and has been the charter sponsor ever since, and we really do appreciate that. I was, I, I'm just grateful we have a chance to be a part of this. Uh, I know our fans listen uh, listen to the uh, listen to your broadcast frequently, and uh, we're just grateful to be a part of it. Well, we're glad to have you here. So, tip for listeners that may not know, let's talk for just a couple minutes about First Bank. Fourteen branches from Madison, Hattiesburg, Southwest Mississippi. That's Tell correct. us a little bit about your organization. Uh, we're, uh, we're a community bank. I've uh, been in business since 1895, uh, based out of Macomb, Mississippi. Um, majority of our branches, our foot, legacy footprint is on the I-55 corridor in Southwest Mississippi, uh, towns like Brookhaven, uh, Syca, uh Magnolia, Macomb, of course. Um, and then we have an office in Madison and uh, two offices in Hattiesburg. And in Hattiesburg, uh, big news, really, because you guys are opening up a branch out on Highway 98 West out toward Bellevue, which is a, an area of Hattiesburg that's grown extraordinarily. It is. It's going to be great to have a presence right there. Uh, the uh, construction is well underway. I uh, hope to be there. Uh, my understanding, last conversation I had, is hope to be open uh, mid-short, either mid or end of August. Got to have a castle for Reggie Collier, right? Exactly. But you have to. Yeah, and have have all his awards and accolades all over the uh, all over the building. <laughs> yes, he reminds us of those every time he goes. I'm show. sure. Uh, Reggie's a great <laughs> asset to the bank with his relationship to USM. You know, he uh, he gets out. We with with uh, my line of work in construction lending, we get him involved as much as we can here in Jackson. Uh, he's got a good story to tell. Uh, represents the bank well, and we all we all enjoy having him on our team. Some would argue, myself included. The greatest football player that ever played at Southern Miss. I was uh, a little young at that time, but uh, I have seen highlights. I've uh, I've read where um, there's a story where uh, Fred Favre mentioned uh, not too long ago. Yeah, Reggie, in his opinion, Reggie may have been the best college football player ever. I had a guy I know at my church. He said he was watching Reggie play, mm-hmm. and he was watching it with his dad. And for about 15 minutes, he had his arm around his dad like this. And he looked up, and it wasn't his dad. He'd been so mesmerized with Reggie Collier. He was, he was holding on. But Andrew, uh, you do this do construction lending in two different places, and man, that's a that's a side of the bank. Uh, you know, when people think of banking first and foremost, they may not think of that. But man, you guys got got it going on with the construction lenders. We do. We're fortunate. We um, uh, I handle the construction loans, spec loans for builders in Hattiesburg and in Jackson Market. Uh, they keep us busy. I've got a good team of three with Tracy Henderson and Chris Smith that uh, work with me. Um, manage uh, probably I, last count, I probably seventy houses under construction in both markets. Um, stay on the road, go to Jackson when I come with my clients. Uh, luckily with. Uh, uh, luckily, with technology today, we don't have to uh, spend as much time on the road and can do a lot from hotel rooms or at home or even on the job sites. How has that side of the banking business, you know, and even in the last five to ten years with construction lending, how has it just changed or remained the same? Well, in the uh, early 2000s, of course, in the Hattiesburg market, I wasn't in the Jackson market then. The uh, Hattiesburg market was booming. Um, and then we had the downturn in the economy in 07, and everything tightened up. But really, in the spoke markets I'm working in now, it's, uh, uh, things are uh, things are picking up. Builders are selling houses. Um, interest rates have creased up a little bit, but they're still uh, still affordable. Uh, it's not too expensive to, uh, to to buy a house these days. 
Um, uh, like I said, things just continue to to improve, and hopefully they continue to so in the future. We're talking to Andrew Johnson, Vice President of First Bank, sponsor of uh, today and tomorrow's two-hour broadcast, uh, podcast as well. This show's now heard on uh, available on podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher Google Play, Spotify, a lot of everything that, that you're on, Bob, because That's you have right. all those platforms. I, I am a guru when it comes to social media. On your Apple Watch that you have on today. And... No question about that, yeah. Uh, so, Andrew, uh, we're, well, again, we appreciate all that you guys do for our program, but you know, you're just such a big part of the community, and particularly in the Hattiesburg area, very closely tied to Southern Miss. So you do a lot for the university. We do. We, um, I know we participate in a lot of uh, sponsor lot of events they have uh, with, with athletics and, and also with the arts. Um, we have uh, our debit card. My debit card has the, uh, has the administration building on it. Uh, so, yeah, we do. We do a lot to stay involved with the university. We know it's a huge... Uh, economic force in Hattiesburg, um, and uh, a lot of us probably wouldn't uh, have the jobs we had if it wasn't for the university. Well, I think a lot of people in Hattiesburg wouldn't have the jobs they have <laughs> if, it wasn't, you know, if it really wasn't for the university. So your bank's opening this summer out in the Bellevue area, is that correct? That's the plan, yes, sir. Prime location. As a guy that does the commercial uh, lending, how does Hattiesburg stack up to a lot of communities around the state? Because it seems like it seems like there's nowhere in Hattiesburg you can go that you don't see some sort of commercial structure being built. There is. I mean, it's it's a steady market. Uh, I've learned a lot uh, in the last five years working in the Jackson market as well. Uh, we're, of course, a much smaller economy, a much smaller town, uh, not quite as much going on. But Hattiesburg's always, in my opinion, has always been a state economy. Uh, the, the growth has been... Uh, steady, not 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 too fast to where you have to draw back when the economy drops. So our high times, in my opinion, aren't as aren't as are as great as some of the other uh, larger cities. But of course, the downtimes aren't as bad. So that allows everyone to everyone to keep moving forward. And there's there's these you know these subdivisions, man. Just they they pop up. And my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are moving back to the Hattiesburg area, and I didn't even know where they're buying out. I didn't even know where it's where it was. And you go back there and. Man, just these subdivisions appear out of out of nowhere, and, and man, that's always good for for you guys whenever someone decides to to develop something. No, they are. I mean, that's definitely what we like because we have, of course, the construction lending opportunity, but also the mortgage opportunity. Uh, we're setting up a good network for our builders and their realtors to refer business to our mortgage department, uh, keep all that business in house, and uh, we're in talk. We talk with our clients, uh, our developers. Uh, about their plans for the future. So, I mean, there's there's always some, they've got a plan to be subdivisions years in advance. So there's always something on the horizon so they can keep having lots so they all the builders can build houses. You know, your banking buddies are right over here to your right. Uh, they look that. like they're going to pounce on you just any second. <laughs> That's why I'm not looking that way. Brought <laughs> <laughs> some builders down to enjoy some baseball. Yeah, yeah. What, what about this venue, Andrew? I mean, you're right across the street from uh, the Gulf of Mexico, but an excellent park it is to watch Conference USA Baseball. It is. It's a great park. Um, this is my, I don't recall when they started here, but I know this is my third year being here. Um, uh, come down and brought clients down for every game um, with the motor vise right across the street. Still the uh, almost the mirror image, or almost the exact image of uh, Trustmark Park in Jackson, which I'm familiar with, too. It's a great facility. You've got the suites up top. Uh, seen a lot of clients, a lot of friends here. Uh, uh, a fair amount of people from Hattiesburg are here, so I'm not sure what protein productivity is going on in town today. Probably not a lot. <laughs> All right, Andrew, most important question, in your estimation, what do the Golden Eagles have to do to win the tournament? 
I just think we've got uh, the bats have to stay hot. Uh, we need to um, pitching needs to. Um, uh, we we got we sorry. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pitching has to last. I mean, it's, it's a long term. It's a long weekend. Um, so we just have to make sure that we've got enough uh, arm strength. Uh, it, hopefully, when we make it all the way to Sunday. Man, we appreciate you very much, and uh, please give our thanks to all the guys at the bank. I'll do that. For sponsoring the show and, and sponsoring us down here this week. I'll do that certainly. All right, Andrew Johnson, everybody, the uh, one of the vice presidents of First Bank, the sponsor of today's show. The Golden Eagles actually walking right by us right now, which I uh, would indicate to me they're going inside where it's cool. They were sitting down on the first base side, you know, have that towels over their heads and all that, and you hear that music behind us. That means we're in between innings. So we are now. Go update us, please. Yeah, we're in the bottom of the 11th. Marshall and Louisiana Tech tied 4-4. Four to four. Marshall got a couple base runners on, but La Tech got them out. Louisiana Tech had an opportunity in the bottom of the ninth to finish this one off. Bases loaded two outs and uh, were unable to score anybody. So Golden Eagles uh, kind of in the holding pattern right now. Uh, you know, waiting to see what's going to happen to this game. The winner of our game will play the winner of this game. The loser of our game will play the loser of this game at 9 a.m. tomorrow, Bob. Well, we know that one will start on time, <laughs> unless they're still playing from today. Yeah. If it rolls over. Yeah. This, uh, this game is going to be greatly delayed because we're not even – we've got to be 45 minutes from the right. end of this previous game to even uh, – You're 1.30. If right? Tech were to walk it off here, you're not going to play till 2.30 or so. So the, the tournament's already about – will probably already be about two hours behind. And the Golden Eagles are indeed going upstairs, I guess, to get out of the heat. I would suspect that the Rice baseball team is, uh, is trying to do the same thing because we are in a extra inning affair to open the 2019 Conference USA Baseball Tournament, and it looks like this is going to be a long game now, four and a half hours old. And if you're Tim Bennett, guess what happens? More Golden Eagle fans. Well, Tim Bennett's a happy guy. Into yeah. the park, so. Tim Bennett's a happy guy. All right, when we come back, we're going to grab some fans. We want to see what the Golden Eagle fans think about all of this. The Eagle Hour broadcast live from MGM Park and Biloxi, sponsored by First Bank. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back at MGM Park in Biloxi, Mississippi. Eagle Hour live on site today for the Conference USA Baseball Tournament. I want to thank uh, First Bank for allowing us to come down. Luke and Bob Dalton back in the First Bank studio in Hattiesburg. And a lot of black and gold coming in here. It's the bottom of the 11th. Louisiana Tech has a runner on second base. Game is tied with Marshall 4-4. Four to four. Golden Eagles, uh, we're supposed to play at 12.30 this game now. Not going to happen. Not, not going to happen. A great observation. Uh, 
We may have, no, a great stop by Marshall. I thought we were going to have a, a walk-off there, but Marshall gets out of it. And we'll go to uh, the 12th inning now. But uh, you never know who you'll see in stuff like this. And when Top Brass walks by, you you got to grab them. So Brad Smith, Senior Associate AD, for External Affairs, he's walking by. We won't keep him that long because there's a root beer float over there with your name on it, Brad. So how you doing, man? Hey, doing well, doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I was... Just on my way to get one of those root beer floats. That's okay. Somebody just took a bite out of it. I know it. I know it. it looks so good, though. But what a setting here today in Biloxi. What about this? We, we were joking. We, we won't have any uh, Corky Palmer induced weather delays. Possibly. Right. Uh, the weather looks pretty good. Uh, 85 degrees, 89 degrees. Beautiful weather for baseball. And we're excited to be here. You, you see a lot of black and gold here. It's always a good sign. How cool is it that this? Tournament uh, is, is only about an hour away from campus. Well, you know, um, if you're if you're black and gold and you're not here, you're really missing out. So, you know, it's a great way for our fans to be able to see some of this baseball here on the coast. Um, we have a huge alumni base here um, in the area, and um, I love seeing the black and gold walk around here to see the turnstile here in the upper area, and. Uh, just looking forward to a great day of baseball. Hopefully we can get started pretty soon. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean, 9 a.m., you would think. Uh, but that means we're going to be playing some late, late ball tonight. But guess what? The more Golden Eagle fans, you know, can, can fill it up. Real quick, um, don't want to hold you that long. and Talk, talk football with us real quick. Sure. You know, we've heard the ads starting to come out. We're trying to, to pack the rock 30,000 uh, five times. Talk to our, our listeners yeah. about that. Yeah, uh, we have a new campaign, a branding campaign. We've got a, a branding trailer. Uh, that will be coming out here pretty soon. It's kind of telling the story behind the hashtag 30K five times. So basically what that means is it's very self-explanatory. We have five home games this year, and we want to pack the rock with 30,000 fans for every single home game. So that's very doable with the alumni base that we have all here on the Gulf Coast. But in central Mississippi, uh, in the Hattiesburg Pine Belt area, also down in the, the North Shore of Louisiana, in Mobile. So we want all those guys to come out for a home uh, football game this Saturday. Because, you know, there's not very many places around the country that you can see Division One football in your own backyard. Right. And you can do that in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Right. Which is, so, again, 30,000 fans, five times. We'll have a yard sign, uh, little stickers that we've got out. We have some shirts that we'll be selling, kind of branding that. And we need our fans to kind of help us tell the story on social media. So if you would, from now on, from here on out, to football season, after baseball is over, it's a steady uh, full steam ahead for football. And uh, buy your season tickets. You can go to southernness.com and buy those season tickets. So that's the best way for us to be able to fill that up is to get our season ticket numbers up. And our goal this year is to get to 10,000 season tickets. And that's our goal that we're all set in place through the external staff, through our ticket sales staff as well. So make sure you do that for us and uh, help us back the rock. Sounds great. Before that happens, let's play just a little more baseball. And sure. How's that? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Absolutely. Brad, thanks for stopping by and joining us, man. Go enjoy that root beer float. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Luke. All uh, right. Thank you, Brad. You know, one of the, I think the best thing about Southern Miss baseball uh, are the friends that you make and the people that you meet. And I'm really honored to have one of those in my, in my life here. Joel Powell is a, uh, a friend that I met several years ago in baseball. And uh, we, you know, we really enjoy seeing her every time that we come out. I don't think I've ever been to a baseball game. You haven't been there. Probably not. <laughs> All right. So tell us about your genesis and how you became attached, so attached to Southern Miss Baseball. Well, my son, Britt Wayne Powell, was in ROTC at Southern. And he wanted us to come over to see him. And he, you know, did one night at a football game. 
And after that, we just got started on football, and then we gradually got into baseball. And he's done retired in school teaching. Uh And we're still at baseball. Now, you and your husband, Donnie, y'all, y'all don't live in Hasburg. You kind of commute back and forth to baseball games. About 35 miles. We yeah. live over at Foxworth. And I, do you know Larry Warren by any chance in Foxworth? Yeah. I figure if I knew Larry Warren. No, down Foxworth. No. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it? What is it you love about it? So, because I see you in Jackson. I see you down here. Like I say, I see you wherever the Golden Eagles play. Well, in... in Fifty-nine, when they went to the World Series, we went with them, and we were hoping we'd go one more time before we got to low. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you never know. I mean, you know but, uh, uh, and I know that you share the highs and you share the lows. I've talked to you some days that you may be a little frustrated. Yeah, and it's been good this past three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other thing that I've always observed about you you keep score, don't you? Yeah. Now, do you keep every scorebook of every game that you attend? Yeah. Well, you must have a heck of a pile of scorebooks, Jill. Well, it's, uh, you just put them together, and I got a little place to put them, and I like to go back and look them over. Really? So you keep up with every play of every mm-hmm. game? Yeah. You got your scorebook with you this weekend? Yeah, and like if somebody's arguing about uh, somebody did so-and-so, if you've got it on record, you can prove that right. what's right. So am I, am I right about this? My wife and I, you know her, obviously. We just think baseball's different. We just think it's, the, it's just the neatest environment, meeting people like you and your husband. It's just a unique sport, is it not? It is, and I do believe i got more friends at baseball I than I do anywhere else. I completely 100% agree with you. And they are good friends, and they're always there for you. Right, and we look forward to seeing each other every game, every year, don't we? We do. We so do. When, we, when we eventually leave this tournament, whether we win it or not, We'll sort of start counting the days down to the next baseball. Go back to the peak. <laughs> it's just a, it's just like a disease. It? it is. It is. Can't wait till it gets here. <laughs> All right. Nobody knows them any better than you. Nobody watches them any more than you. What do they have to do to win this baseball tournament? Not have any errors. What? Our errors have killed us the past two or three weeks. She knows what she's talking about. How many how many home runs do you want Matt Walner to hit against Rice today? About two. Two would do it. I'd like to get his record on up so nobody can break it. <laughs> it's going to be hard for somebody to break it, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I, and I know Mark Maddox. And it, Mark Maddox would, would basically pave the way. He'd say Walner, yeah, can, Walner yeah. can have it. What, uh, what does Walker Powell need to do for us today against Rice? He needs to throw those strikes and get them out. She's got it pretty much. She's got it pretty much. Yeah. Sure. Do you have a favorite player? Well, Matt's one of them. Right. And, uh, well, they all good. Yeah. I like them all. Do you, do you feel like they're grandchildren sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and, a family deal. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, uh, Coach Cause's wife sits by me this year. Mm-hmm. And she is one more nice lady. Mm-hmm. I haven't met him yet. I've talked to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to have been coming fishing uh-huh. at our lake, and uh-huh. he hadn't made it yet. By the way, she showed me some pictures Thursday night of a, just a basket full of fish. Is that where, is that where Taylor Bradley used to go fishing? Is that Did he ever sneak down there? Do you know, but, you know the, he's got two boys from Minnesota. Yeah. 
And he spoke, he called me one day and he said, Ms. Powell said, um, the boys are kind of lonesome and they need some to get out time. And I said, well, you bring them right on over and we'll have a picnic and they can fish all they want. <laughs> so you take care of these baseball players. Yes, yeah, Even sir. when they're not on the yeah, field, right? Yeah. Well, look, I, I thank you for coming over and I uh, want to thank you for... Uh, the friendship that we enjoy with you so much, and I hope that uh, I hope that you and your husband Donnie have a great time down there. I do too, and I hope we got many years to go. I hope we do. Thank you. You'll follow everybody. One of the true Southern Miss baseball fans, and look, I got to tell you, it's ladies like this that make Southern Miss baseball what it is. It is their love for uh, not just the school, their love for right. the players, their love uh, for the game, and uh, if Walker Powell will do what she asks and. Matt Walter will do what she wants him to do. Golden Eagles should be set. You heard some cheering in the background. Marshall had two runners on base here in the top of uh, the 12th, and a single up the middle has plated them both. So Marshall has scored twice here in the top of the 12th, have a 6-4 to four lead. And, man, just famous people walking up yeah, left and mayor. right. The mayor has shown up. Look. Mayor, you got third off the lead. He's a VIP. He's a VIP. He, uh, Mayor, yeah. you got 30 seconds. You got to stay around for the for the next segment. Right. We can do that. How do you become a VIP? Oh, uh, I can't announce it on the air. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. See, we have M's. That stands for mediocre. Oh, it stands for moron. Moron. <laughs> it's a moron pass. That's right. That's right. Well, all right, Jody. Uh, Jody Watts going to join us here. We're going to keep him over during the break. As Marshall appears to be now taking control of what is a four-hour and 45-minute baseball game. All right, Jody Watt on the Eagle Hour live from Trustmark Park, uh, no, from MGM Park. MGM Park. MGM Park when we come back on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back at MGM Park in Biloxi, Mississippi. Eagle Hour on the road the next two days. One hour show today, two hour show tomorrow. Brought to us both times by First Bank. Proud studio sponsor of the Eagle Hour. Appreciate First Bank sending us on the road. Marshall has scored two in the top of the 12th to take a 6-4 to four lead. There is one out in the bottom of the 12th. Louisiana Tech down to their last two outs. Loser of this game will play tomorrow morning, bright and early at 9 a.m. Winner will play at 4 p.m. Golden Eagles taking on Rice 50 minutes after the conclusion of this game. And uh, we'll play uh, both the winner and the loser. I uh, will be paired against the winner and loser of this game. couple of uh, awards were given out to Conference USA yesterday. Uh, Golden Eagles land six on all conference teams. Walker Powell and Matt Warner make uh, the first team. Hunter Slater, Gabe Montenegro, Bryant Bowen. Uh, make the second team, and Danny Lynch makes the all-freshman team. 
Jody Lott joining us, the mayor of the Roost. Jody, we were joking around, uh, not only do you have to face Rice as a seventh seed, but Matt Cantorino, who is the Conference USA Pitcher of the Year, as announced yesterday, is who you face in round one. Well, you can look at it two different ways. We played him before, and we hit him. Uh, Kravitz gave us a lot more problems, uh, which I really didn't want to see again, so I'm hoping for the same results as we had last time with Cantorino. Bob, um, the game that never ends. We are now at four and a half hours, but it looks like it shall end in two outs here. Uh, yeah, actually, that started at 9 o'clock, so we're going to be up this and what a... Almost a five-hour game, yes. Prime, prime example of why you don't want the late game. Yeah, what time do you figure it starts, Jody? 10, 10, 30? Uh, at, least, at least 10 o'clock. Marshall, then, the, then the loser of that game will have to turn around and come back in the morning and play. You know, the second game tomorrow? Uh, yes. Yeah, so... Uh, so all right, so, Jody, third year down here. Wednesday afternoon, a pretty pretty damn good crowd for it to be a, a work day in the middle of the week. You like the tournament here, I'm assuming. Uh, I, I, I sort of see this being a long-term deal. What do you think? Yeah, I do, too. It seems, uh, you know, last year we we caught it with the weather last year, and it killed the crowd. Uh, of course, we've always had the 4 o'clock game later in the afternoon to get a better crowd, but uh, we may have the 4 o'clock game today. Yeah, we'll have the 4 o'clock <laughs> game today. Right. But, uh, you know, for a weekday and uh, suppose at 12.30 start, the crowd's great. And uh, it's a lot more organized than it was the first year down here. And I believe they've got a solid footing now and know what it takes. You know, I, I was talking uh, last night to my wife, and she brought up to me how spoiled all of us have become as USM baseball fans. You know, we won 34 games, I believe, 34, 35 games, second seed in the tournament. I was reading the other night that we've never finished worse than third in the conference and, and Scott Berry's era. And, then, and and beside that, there's a little restlessness this year and and uh, a little unhappiness over the ups and downs of the team. But overall, we're we're pretty spoiled fan base. Huh? Well, it's very easy to get spoiled, especially for us in baseball, because right. the baseball program is the most successful program no we've got. No question. Uh, you're not going you're not going to win the conference every year. Right. You're going sometimes you're going to have down years. So hopefully this is just one of those years and we'll bounce back next year. Well, a down year, winning 35 games and finishing second in your conference is kind of where you want to be, right? Yes, it is considered a down year for us, but uh, we'll be back. Just uh, Here's some cheers going on, Marshall. Uh, looks like they have defeated Louisiana Tech 6-4 to on a ground out. Now, actually, they're keeping the runner on. No, now he's being called out. Okay. Right. Uh, Jody, Rick Cleveland told us one time on this show that he thought not only Scott Berry was the best value in college baseball, but the best value uh, in Division One sports. When you consider what he's paid, what he works with, what he accomplishes in light of all of that. Uh, that's very true. I mean, you're looking at in the, the bottom 5% in budgets to work with. And uh, for what he produces on the field year after year, I mean, uh, some people get down on him, but if you saw the day-to-day basics of what they have to work with, I mean, he, he does miracles. Chad Kaye, too, we should also say. Well, Chad Kaye is, is the lifeblood of this program as far as recruiting, and uh, the players love him. Correct. And I think Coach Oz has done a remarkable job as a pitching coach. I think he's been a great addition. 
Yeah, he's had some obstacles this year, which we're used to. But uh, I have full confidence in Coach Oz, and uh, I just say give him a little time, and uh, we'll be okay. And I'm guessing you like Brian Anthony Ballmuth okay, too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, love the, I love B.A. because his, his age is a little bit closer to the players, and they can relate to him. And uh, he has hit a baseball or two once in his life. Brian <laughs> Anthony. Brian Anthony, right. Speaking of Coach Ty, there he, there he was. Yeah, Ty, right there. there he is. Been working out today. Yeah. Hey, Coach. Got a nice tan. They were, they were viewing this final out, getting ready uh, to, to hear our proper music signaling the end of the Eagle Hour, but they were reviewing this final out. But it looks like Marshall will hold on. Golden Eagles, if they were to win today, will face Marshall. Uh, but the Golden Eagles will play 50 minutes after this game is officially concluded. All right, Jody, man, thank you very much. We appreciate All right. you every year. No and, uh, problem. Jody Watt, one of our best buddies and a uh, guy that we appreciate very much. That wraps it up here. We'll be back tomorrow for a two-hour show starting tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We hope you join us in. And until then, Luke, Southern Miss. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the Mississippi Media Production.